Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Good morning, CCF. Good morning. Welcome back. After a nice spring break, hopefully. Um, this is Leah Deeker and Mayor Gleason. We are your women's ministers here at CCF, and mm-hmm. there are two of us today, which is and not typical. Always. There are always two women's <laughs> yes. ministers. Yes, but two of us talking yes. to you today yeah. um, because we just wanted to right out of the gate say that we are going to be focusing on two women in Exodus mm. because we think that it's important sometimes to highlight women in the bible because i don't we don't talk about it um or some uh, women we do like esther and ruth that's true mary that is true but there are other characters besides esther and ruth like there are characters within stories and in the exodus story we haven't i don't think we really have talked about any women Nope. so we wanted to do that today because we acknowledge that like representation is really important Mm -hmm. and like maybe highlighting these stories will be yes empowering for our predominantly female body Mm -hmm. but also just good for everyone not just the women to hear um but we do want to say that this isn't just us talking about women for the sake of like empowering women which is not bad no (laughs) it's not a bad thing um but the heart of it is seeing like how these women um we're obedient for to sure. God and how that can be an example for us. And I wish, I don't know. Do you have more? No, I think you nailed it. I okay. think that, yeah, you're good. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, so let's get into it. But before we do, we wanted to mention some resources. Yeah. So we think it's important to let you know, like kind of how we got to what we are getting at and like the, the, the people that have been speaking to us through various, um, volumes forms mediums thank you not Mm -hmm. volumes what various mediums um so um in one of my coaching groups we were reading the book a year of biblical womanhood by rachel held evans um, which talks about different um passages in the bible that talk about being a woman and a a specific woman named rachel held evans who kind of tries to tackle them um month by month within a year if you want to talk about it let me know because it's super interesting but that's one book leah has also read the book um it's been a while another book that has kind of shaped our thinking um and preparing for this conversation Mm -hmm. is a book called defiant what the women of exodus teach us about freedom by kelly nikandeja um we had heard her speak at this um, virtual conference last semester um and it was really good and she brought out interesting perspectives that i had not considered before yeah me neither yeah that were not just like women empowering but like oh man like convicting Mm -hmm. in like my walk with the lord um and then lastly there's a podcast um episode called identity belonging and disability um by evolving faith that we both just listened to yeah this week yeah that um yeah talked about a, a concept that we'll address later in the podcast but for sure just want to let you know where we're at please stand for the reading of the word of the lord from exodus chapter 1 verses 8 through 22 now there arose a new king over egypt who did not know joseph and he said to his people behold the people of israel are too many and too mighty for us come let us deal shrewdly with them lest they multiply and if war breaks out they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land 
Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built for Pharaoh store cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel. So they ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in all kinds of work in the field. In all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shifra and the other Pua, when you serve as midwife to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this and let the male children live? The midwife said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives. And the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son that is born to the Hebrews you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. As I was reading that, um, I heard feared God several times throughout that. It just like became more apparent to me. Mm-hmm. But when you more. hear fear God, like what kind of response does it bring out in you? man part of me is like to be afraid Mm -hmm. right and to like obey out of fear Mm -hmm. because in this context it talks about them being obedience due to their fear in god and i know in the bible like in the psalms it talks about fearing god but it's just different and i don't i don't know what do you think yeah i think a lot of times it takes an active work of being like okay it's not fear of like being afraid but it's like a reverence it's like a a respect kind of thing to god but it is like a very like i hear the word fear and i'm like "Ah, afraid anxious but i'm like no not necessarily and i guess part of that has to do with like your understanding of god as god being like i don't know like we talk about there are parts of god that are like unknowable and like the mystery of god Mm -hmm. and so it's not like a negative fear but it's just like like you said in our reverence Mm -hmm. that leads to obedience yeah and i just feel like obedience is just at the heart of this whole narrative like the whole thing is yeah just different illustrations of what it means to hear fear god and um, respond right and we see that through the example of shifra and pua Mm -hmm. who actively defy pharaoh Mm -hmm. like the ruling authority Mm -hmm. because their i guess fear of pharaoh was less than their fear of God. Like God was at the center of their obedience. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that like the, something we were talking about earlier is like the significance of them being named in the narrative and then being, having an identity um, and having a name and, and the fact that Pharaoh doesn't, the fact mm-hmm. that Pharaoh is just like the Pharaoh of the land. It doesn't say his name. Maybe it does at some point, but in this right. specific story, it doesn't say, um, and how, I don't know, we want to 
pay attention to these women and what they have contributed and to name them. And I'm just, I, yeah, I don't know from our conversations with different people. Like I didn't know who these women were before we like focused on it for the study. When I talked to my coaching group, they didn't know who these women were. When we talked to the staff, they didn't know who these women were. And that is very interesting to me that this is like a very incredible act of obedience that is in the Bible for all of us to see. And yet we don't know these women's names, these women's names. Yeah. We don't know their names. That leads to, like, this is part of this big story of liberation for a people, and they are the two midwives who allowed, like, made it so that Moses could live. Yeah. Yeah. Moses would not live without them. Moses would have been one of those Hebrew males that would be cast, and he was cast into the Nile, but he lived. (laughs) But yeah, like, it, it, it's amazing to me that we do not respect these women enough to acknowledge the fact that they were given a name in the bible right and i'm thinking too in defiant um kelly makes the point that like pharaoh underestimates the women and i think like in our society too women are underestimated and i wonder if like at the time they felt that underestimation but i guess it just like makes it even more um striking to me that that is also part of how they were able to subvert his power Mm -hmm. because when he asked them like how are these boys living they're like oh the egyptian women or not the egyptian hebrew women the hebrew women are like they give birth too fast and we can't do anything (laughs) about it so they kind of like flip this projection that pharaoh has that they're like somehow smart enough to figure it out right right and use that right and use that to like defy his um death edict yeah because even the edict in itself they're letting the daughters live which Mm -hmm. is saying i do not see them as a threat Mm -hmm. i do not see like these small female daughters as a threat so they can live but the males not gonna happen i mean also it has to do with like procreation and all that kind of stuff we get it but like still (laughs) the choosing one over the other like that Mm -hmm. is that says something that speaks something for sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that it is it is really cool to see the example i i feel grateful to have the example of these women who are obedient and courageous and i don't know in the face of like very apparent danger do not run and turn the other way, but instead like fear God and do something that very easily could have gotten them killed mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead they feared the Lord enough to do as he commanded. So I wonder for us, like what, in what ways God is calling us to be obedient mm-hmm. and what fears are keeping us mm-hmm. Like what I guess are we holding in higher authority yeah. that is it's keeping not. us from being obedient? For sure. Or are there, th- yeah, are there things standing in your way? Are there pharaohs standing in your way telling you to do something that you know is not right? Like the make more bricks one. Exactly. Yeah. And I think another thing we wanted to talk on specifically is like these are not the only named women um and even in the next chapter like it focuses on two other important women um jochebed jochebed right mm-hmm. that's her name and miriam who are moses's, moses's mom and moses's sister who have like a obviously a very important part in the narrative of exodus and moses's life and how their various roles their various jobs um their various obedience like lent itself to 
one of the most important stories in like Hebrew history. Right. So each of these women, because Shifra and Pua as the midwives, like they're the ones who are there first at the birth and they don't like kill Moses on the mm-hmm. spot. And then Jochebed, like as a way to try to help Moses live, she's like, maybe if I send him down the Nile and another like one of Pharaoh's is that his daughter? His daughter, yeah. Like maybe that will be a way that he can live. And then Miriam also being in on it, um, <laughs> like watching after Moses. And then Pharaoh's daughter, even. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a role to play in that too. Yeah. I think her name's Bilthia. So there's actually five women. So all five of them have a different role to play in their obedience to God. Yeah. And another name for like that role, which we've been talking about in like the... Oh, the podcast that we referenced mm-hmm. earlier um, is the term interdependence mm-hmm. and the, like being able to have different roles and positions, but all being dependent on God and all together, like having different, yeah, just different roles to play within like the kingdom or even your church or community within CCF, having different positions um, and being able to acknowledge the positions of others and the obedience of others. Um, that is like very important and essential like all of these different women had different things to do had different objectives had different tasks but yet they still contributed to the greater picture to the greater good um which i think is important to acknowledge and that's especially like important for me to hear as someone who like wants to do Mm -hmm. it all of like understanding like leah just pay attention to how God is calling you to be obedient in this one way. It's so easy to be distracted mm-hmm. and to like point at other people or other things and be like, I need to like do it how they are doing yeah, it too. For sure. Um, but all of it comes back to like attentiveness to God and understanding like, I think like larger scope too, like our God being a God of like love and flirt. This sounds so hippy dippy, like love and flourishing like that is the center of it. And so like if we're being told something else by our culture, mm-hmm. um, then like how are we going to subvert that? Because mm-hmm. it's hard. We're thrown messages about like be so productive, which like, yes, work hard and do work mm-hmm. to the best of your ability, but to like become an, yeah enslaved to it yeah let that be like these ways of work and like to think certain ways about people and about ourselves Mm -hmm. it's like no one obedience is greater than another and like the what you have been called to do how god has called you to be obedient is different than Mm -hmm. like everyone's place in that is different and it can be very anti-productive and distracting to focus on how other people are being called to move and be productive and not in like the super Christian-y way, but even just in like your everyday interactions, how other people love their peers, um, that can become the focus of your attention, like you were saying, instead of it being to be obedient to what you are to do as your, your own person. I think this story helps me to see that like these women work together and like did their part and didn't try to compare themselves to one another, which Mm -hmm. in this conversation of obedience to God and interdependence, I don't know. Like I do think our tendency is to compare to Mm -hmm. other people. All we're really trying to say today is, um, 
let's give it up for these women their obedience to god like mm-hmm. how incredible is that like let's acknowledge those things but also we want you to think about like what is god calling you to do what are how are you being instructed to be obedient to him are you not hearing anything do you not know are there things that you clearly do know that you are ignoring like how is god calling you to be obedient and what are the pharaohs that are trying to pull you away and Mm -hmm. are you like are you fearing god or fearing those pharaohs Mm -hmm. yeah how do we want to end this May we fear the God of Shifra and Pua and respond in humble obedience. Amen. Amen.